Hello, okay, mi gente. Bienvenido a episodio 15. Sabes bien de mi podcast, Teach Me How To, pero en español. Hola, soy your host. Soy Shannon Finley or Señorita Finley or Señorita. You know, my students mostly call me Señorita, so that's what I tell people to call me whenever I'm teaching you some Spanish. So, the title for this week, Sabes Bien, you know it well. You guys have been listening to me for 15 weeks now, Okay. And for this week, I have a word of the week that I think y'all might appreciate. It's actually a word that I don't personally use that frequently, but I hear it frequently. One of my best friends, he is Afro-Latino. He's Boricua. He actually uses it often, like very often. Um, and I use an alternative term, which really means the same thing. It doesn't really change what I'm saying is just a synonym, okay? And I use that, mm, I wouldn't say maybe a lot, but I definitely use some of these alternative terms more frequently, okay? So, the word of the week, vale, vale. It means okay, sure, fine, well, <laughs> good. I mean, honestly, it's one of those words that you can kind of, uh, how do I say this? It's like one of those words, like in the black community, when you say you good, it could mean so many different ways of you good. Like it could mean like you good, are you in trouble? You good, are you okay? You good, are you happy? You good, oh, you're fine. Like it really <laughs> depends on like the context of how you're using vale. It could also be a transition. Like, you know, you could be walking down the street and you'd be like, oh, I forgot my shoes, vale. Like, well, on to the next thing. Maybe you're going to go back to get your shoes. Whatever you forgot, but you get my point. Vale, okay, sure, fine, well, whatever. It is a term that can be used in many different contexts. I actually originally heard this term, and I heard it so frequently when I was teaching abroad in Spain, when I was in Barcelona. And this was my second time in Spain, so I've heard it before, but I think the last time I was in Spain at that time would have been 2000. 13 or 14, and that this the, the second time I was in Spain was in 2019. So, you know, there was some time apart between the first and second time. So you would, you would think that, oh, like, you would remember hearing that word, but I don't remember forgetting or remembering, but neither here or there. Vale means okay or sure. So when I went the second time and I was in Barcelona, I heard this word so much. And what's funny also, vale meaning okay or sure, it can also be used as a verb and I'm not going to confuse you but I'm just letting you know that you need to go look that up and then you can learn the difference so that way you're not confusing yourself on someone or yourself when they're speaking and you're like wait did they use it as a verb or a noun I'm not really sure okay all right so vale is the word of the week the alternative terms bien or bien okay por supuesto and bueno I will say, though, bueno, I had a Spanish-speaking professor. Uh, he was Afro-Latino. I'm trying to remember where he was from. But he would use bueno so much. And I had this other classmate. I forgot. I think her name was Diamond. Pretty sure her name was Precious Diamond or Diamond Precious Jewel. It was something like that. Like, all her names were just, like, sounded like a robbery at Zales or something. But it was, like, Precious Jewels, Diamond, something. Anyway, point is, both of them would always say bueno, like, they would say some, some, something, bueno. Or they would start off, bueno, and then say something, and then say bueno again. And it's just almost like 
it's funny because whenever I hear the word bueno as a transition or something like saying okay or sure, I immediately think of that professor and that classmate. Not a bad thing, but just simply saying like it's just funny how when you hear certain words, it triggers a memory. And that's the memory that's triggered whenever I hear bueno. I personally use okay a lot. Okay. I think it just sounds funny to me. It's okay like in English, but like okay. Okay. I don't know. Maybe because it sounds like hooky I don't I don't know I just certain words are just funny sounding to me and that's one that's funny sounding so I like it so I say it and so I use it also it's being a lot like being being I don't know again sounds funny I like that's the thing that you will probably learn about Spanish language when you're learning it there will be certain words that just crack you up so you say it um I will say though as a teacher <laughs> when you're teaching the little humans it's not that fun anymore because once they learn a word to them that they think is hilarious, th like one of my students, I taught him the word facts, but it wasn't the real term because I told him with Spanish slang, you can't always translate the English slang to the Spanish slang and vice versa. It won't have the same meaning. Like even in English, like here's a very simple example. Um, if you want to tell somebody you want to hook up, like you just kind of say that or like, you know, you're trying to smash. That might be like a very specific one. Like smash could mean smashing something two two things together like I smashed my burger I smashed my finger okay but in this context I'm not talking about smashing my finger or smashing two like like I smashed the cake no you're like you hooking up right so if you see someone that you like and you're out and about you're like oh yeah I want to smash like I want to smash her right in Australian funny I learned this in Spain from my Australian friends who are also working in Spain they told me when you tell someone you want to smash you say I'm keening for a root now, if I told, like, like if I was, like, so let's say I'm in my early 20s again. I'm in college, right? And I and I tell somebody, like, oh, yeah, that man over there, yeah, I'm keening for a root. They're going to be like, what are you talking about? What does that even mean? Although I know keen is a brand of shoes, so maybe there's some connection there. I'm not sure. But regardless, that doesn't translate. Like, like we don't say that in English here in the United States and they probably don't say oh I want to smash her over there because that sounds kind of violent when you think about it if I say I want to smash somebody and I was from another country I'm thinking dang you really violent you really belligerent like why would you want to hurt them when really you're just trying to say you actually want to make them feel good or make yourself feel good or both I don't really know what you're into but you get my point though so <laughs> my main point though is when you're looking at language and learning words you need to learn and be mindful of like the culture of the language where you're learning it, how you're learning it, how you're using it, how they're using it. So, and that's pretty much why I have this podcast. Like we're learning together. I'm learning how to use words. You're learning how to use words. We're learning together how to use these words. So yeah, I use BN. Um, another quick thing before I forget uh, I did say the word bueno, and my student that used the word facts, I never told you, but he was saying datos or hechos, something, either way. But those are facts like information facts, like the sky is blue, like I'm a girl. That's not how you use facts. So on that same note, bueno, um, <laughs> I learned this, so I'm going to teach it to you. If someone asks you, como estas? And you want to tell them you're good, right? You wouldn't say vale. You could say estoy bien. You can say estoy okay. You can say estoy contento, whatever. But you do not say estoy bueno or buena. Why? Well, if you have pets, you get your pet neutered, 
Why do you get your pet neutered? So they're not going around procreating, right? If they do, they have this thing that's called they're in heat. That is a term that I learned to mean you're horny, okay? So if you are asked, como estas, and then you respond to estoy bueno, you might get a <laughs> little snicker, a little giggle, a little hee-ha-ha, hee That's because you just told them you're horny. That's not what you probably, well, maybe you did. Maybe you do want to tell them you're horny. But that might be for a specific person at a specific situation, at a specific time and place. But if you're, let's say, at church and your pastor asks you, como estas, don't tell him estoy bueno. Don't do that. Don't do that. He is probably going to, you know, douse you in some holy water with the utmost quickness. So you say estoy bien. So now you know, and hopefully you continue to practice, understanding when to use certain terms and when not to, okay? Because not that bueno is a bad word. It's just that it becomes a bad word, which is the irony because it means good, to not use it when you're being asked how you're doing, okay? You're welcome. I just saved you from this embarrassment, hopefully. And if you've already done it and embarrassed yourself, now you know, so you will no longer embarrass yourself. Again, you're welcome. Thank me later. Okay, so the verb of the week, saber, it means to know, or it means to can. You're like, what? Not like to can like a bird, like you're able to do something or you have knowledge of something. Okay. I'll go over how to use that when we do the phrases. Okay. And then the number of the week is VS. Okay. 10. So now we've officially gone over the numbers 1 through 10. Okay. You should be very excited because if you didn't know numbers 1 through 10, now you know numbers 1 through 10. Okay, all right. Now we have the song of the week. Okay, now I actually had a tough time trying to find a song this week because I was getting to a point to where I was just like, what songs are speaking to me? What do I hear? Okay, so remember what I told you about Carol G and Nicki Minaj? Well, their song is called Tusa right, Tusa, and I know before we did some ballads, this song, like I said, it's not a ballad per se, it's a bop, it's definitely a jam, um, it's a love song, kind of like a breakup, heartbreaking, you know, your heart, it hurts right here in my heart, okay, if you're from California, in my heart, okay, it hurts a little bit, um, but it's a good song though, it's almost like one of those songs where like when you break up and, and then you come out of the breakup like a better person, like a new woman, like, you know, Sasha Fierce, if you're into that Beyonce thing like me, okay, so take a listen to Tusa by Carol G and Nicki Minaj, it's also a really pretty music video, very, very well done, very well directed, I really like her music videos, I enjoy her, uh, if you got money and you go to Coachella, she was there, she was killing it, great show that she gave she also paid a lot of homage to um latin american artists who have never been invited to coachella and if you don't know what coachella is look it up if you don't know other latino artists that you think that should be there maybe we should um work hard at getting them there because you know their music is good like just because they're singing a different language doesn't mean it's not good quality so check out tusa after the lesson listen to it give it a try learn some new words and even the word tusa like, I learned that word from that song. I actually had to look it up. I was like, what does Tusa mean? And that's another thing about love songs. Sometimes you learn, like I said, with slang, like with bueno, right? You learn that, like, certain words may have, may have had an original meaning, and then it's changed to something different because, you know, language evolves. Like, it's funny because as a teacher, so I teach young kids, 
uh, and I've been teaching for over a decade now too. So like a decade ago when I first started teaching, the slang terms that those students use, my current students may not know all of those words. Like here's an example. I had, I was teaching something. I think it was grammar and I was like rapping. I love to rap when I teach grammar. So I was rapping my grammar and the beat that I was using was like a DMX beat. And I told my students like, oh, do y'all know who DMX is? And this kid says, oh, wasn't he the ball guy that died? I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I am an elderly woman now. <laughs> the, the ball man that died. Like they didn't know any of his songs. Not a song. But they knew he was the ball man that died. R.I.P. DMX, one of my favorite rappers. But anyway, so <laughs> just looking at the slang terms again, like looking at how language has evolved. So you can even look at the, some of the slang terms that was used in Spanish language a decade ago and compare it to now. Just like, you know, my kids use words now that are different. Like when I grew up, it was swag. Oh, he got swag. She got swag. Then it became she got that drip. I was like, what is drip? Same thing. Cool. You're in your bag. What do you mean? So like as language evolves in our language, English, look at how language evolves in the Spanish speaking world. Like you will, you will be amazed as, at how you can learn so much. Okay, so let's go into the frases with the word of the week, vale. This is going to be used as a response, an answer to a question. Nosotros vamos por al parte esta noche. ¿Nos quieres salir? Vale. Yo repito. Nosotros vamos por al parte esta noche. ¿Nos quieres salir? Vale. We're going to a party tonight. You want to come with us? Sure. Okay. Fine. Well, good. Whatever. You know, you going to the party tonight. Frase dos. This is with the verb saber, to know. I'm going to also use it the way when I said to can, right? But we're going to do the to know version first. No sé dónde está mi celular. Yo repito. No sé dónde está mi celular. I don't know where my phone is. So where is my phone? I don't know. So the information of where the location of my cellular device is, I have no information on that. That's why I said to know, right? So in this case, saber is used as information. The second, but really the first frase for saber is to can or is an able to do something. ¿Sabes bailar salsa? Yo repito. ¿Sabes bailar salsa? Do you know how to dance salsa? Or do you know the dance salsa? In this case, how to dance. So in this case, it's like, maybe you can dance, right? Maybe do lyrical, you do hip hop, you do modern, right? I want to know, do you know how? Are you physically able to dance the salsa? Okay. And then for el número de la semana, the number of the week. Más matemáticas, more math. Diez por dos es veinte. Yo repito, 10 por 2 es 20. 10 times 2 is 20. Yeah, I kept it simple. Again, I'm not a mathematician. I'm a Spanish teacher. Okay, joke of the week. This one I actually learned from a very good movie. It is called Instructions Not Included. I recommend if you do not already have a subscription to Pantalla. Okay, it's like the Spanish-speaking language learning music not music, but videos and TVs and all that stuff. Okay, it's like their version of Netflix. I recommend going in there and watching it. So, the question is, ¿Cómo se dice pasa en inglés? ¿Cómo se dice pasa en inglés? Raisin. You're probably like, how is that funny? Where is the punchline? Okay, 
So the question is, how do you say pass or enter in English? When you say pasa, right, it means raisin in Spanish. Because pasa, you say pasa, like let's say I want you to come into my house, I'm welcoming you in. And I'll say pasa, enter. It also means raisin. So I don't know if that was that funny to you. It's more of a mind game twisting type of joke but I thought I was hilarious when I first saw it in the movie so if you if you watch the movie I promise you it's funnier if you watch the movie so go watch the movie then you'll hee hee ha ha but yeah that's the joke okay the link of the week a popular verb conjugation practice conjugamos.com what I love about this website it has activities for different levels for grammar for different textbooks. It also has vocab practice. It has so much that you can do that you can never say, well, learning grammar is hard or learning whatever is hard. This website is very helpful. And another thing I really love about it, it has listening practice for you too. So remember a couple episodes before I was saying about snappyspanish.com with the stories, with the reading, and you're trying to read between the different types of grammar context and the grammar conjugations. Because again, like how I just used the verb saber in two different ways. What if you had to use saber in two different ways and in two different tenses? Ooh, your brain probably like going through an aneurysm, okay? Conjugamos will help mitigate that aneurysm. You can then practice how to use these verbs in their different contexts and their different conjugations with listening activities. And the listening activities have a script and they can pull out the words. So when you're listening, you can type in or write in the words as you hear them, okay? So I highly recommend this this website if you're really trying to work on your grammar conjugations as well as grammar context okay so for your tarea practice the verb number word of the week find the cognates from the song of tusa okay and if it's not there again i recommend just listening to it and then identifying as many verbs as you can that's the other thing like when you're listening to these songs the idea is to practice hearing the language and identifying and when you really think about it, if you do it often enough, like let's say you listen to one Spanish song a day, your ear will get used to hearing it. So when you do travel, when you do speak, your brain is like it just clicks like that. Okay. Memorize the three phrases, record yourself saying them, play it back, listen again. Use the dictionary where it reference.com, okay, to practice understanding new words you're exposed to. Remember, SpanishDick.com can give you the word of the day every single day. That's 365 new words a year okay use your dictionaries okay and don't forget review the most commonly daily words used in spanish on bible.com man guys i just dropped so much knowledge for you to learn to use to practice to share and i hope you enjoy it i hope you enjoy the song of the week tusa and i'll talk to you guys next week adios amigos Mala. And now you kicking and screaming a big toddler. Don't try to get your friends to come holla, holla. Ayo, I used to lay low. I wasn't in the clubs, I was on my J-O. And that's it.